0: If you think about the Thames River, you can't find a lot of fish in it. At least I don't think so. People always look and say, yeah, you got a river right there. You fish in it? No, most of it's about two feet deep, so no. There's a lot of silt moving around in it. No, we kind of stay away from it. But one thing that you can do is find baseballs, probably more baseballs than fish. And one of the people responsible for putting baseballs into the Thames Thames River from time to time is... London's own, and I hope he doesn't mind me calling him that, Cleveland Brownlee, who joins us now on London Live. Cleveland, congratulations, and thank you for coming back to London. Hey,
1: no, problem. you know what? Thank you guys for having me. You know what? And I love that intro. I don't mind
0: it at all. You have launched balls into the Thames River. When you hit a ball that's going to leave the field, <laughs> do you know instantly, yeah, that's a home run, or, or more so do you have to watch him and see?
1: You know what? uh, Most of the time, you know, if I get a hold of one, I just about know it's gone. And you know what? I'm there for the fans. So I try to put on a little show at home plate before I get
0: out of the box, you know, just to get the fans engaged in that home run. (laughs) And you, hey, let's face it, baseball has seen a little bit more of that. If you look at celebrations in other sports, they get absolutely crazy. Soccer players are removing clothing. Hockey players are jumping into the glass, jumping all over the place. In baseball, you're asked to almost be reserved all the time. Do you feel that that is changing at least slowly? You know what, it is changing. That's just like the, the game of
1: baseball. You know what, these guys are getting paid the big bucks now to hit the ball over the fence. And you know what, that's what fans are coming to see now. So, you know what, if I can contribute to doing my little
0: antics, then, hey, it's for the love of the game. Already the London Majors all-time home run leader and coming back for a 12th season with the London Majors, Cleveland Brownlee joining us. Cleveland, you have to give us the line because your son played a big role in the decision to come back did he not you know what he did he was my biggest
1: motivation you know he told me uh after the season he says dad are you done playing ball and I say yeah you know what I'm I'm gonna focus on you and everything mind you he's only six years old he's like but dad you won't be famous anymore if you don't play baseball so I'm like man you know what I didn't think about it that way if my kid doesn't think I'm famous then who am I so I got to keep his dreams and hopes alive as well
0: Okay, now everybody's watching the NBA at the moment and watching Bronny James, LeBron James' son, kind of making his way up. I know your son's only six, so this is asking a lot, but they're wondering if maybe one day could LeBron and Bronny play together. Can we get you to hang in long enough for that in baseball? You know what, man, I would love to do
1: that. You know, let me see if I can get my son on a, on a good program here and I can get him going. And you know what, I'm not going to say no. It's too early to say no. So if I can stay in there, man, you, you guys are asking for a lot. But if I can stay in there, I would love to see
0: another Brownlee run on the field. You just double your career right now. You'd be heading into your 24th season. He'd be heading into his first season at the age of 18. It worked out just fine. Cleveland, you got to take us back. This year, different year, this past year, but at the same time, You do something that you've been trying to do with Rup Chanderdat and Scott Dart for a long time, that the London Majors have been trying to do for a long time. You win a title. How often in what have been pretty difficult times do you just let yourself go back and, and try and muster up the feeling of what it was like when that last strike came in and you guys were champions?
1: You know what, I, I sit there and I watch that video all the time, and you know what, it still brings joy and tears to my eyes at the same time. Like you said, it has been a long road for all of us. You know, me, Roop, Scott, we've all been here committed, and it's been a long road, but last year, you know what, and I'll tell anybody, it seems as though we brought joy to the city of London. You know, everybody was still going through the – the ramifications of the pandemic and all of that is still going on. And like now, we're still minor setback here. And, you know, we brought so much joy to the city of London and surrounding cities by having the Inter-County Baseball League season. So for us to go out there and win it, and if you go back and look at pictures and see those stands full of just smiling faces out there, you know what? That was a feeling like no other. And, you know, for Rube to to talk to me and ask me, do I want to come back, and he would love to have me back – you know what, that touched me a lot, just like my son. You know, and just to be able to come back and give back to the city of London, I wouldn't change it for no other.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. Cleveland Brownlee joining us. Cleveland, that series against the Toronto Maple Leafs, That kind of went back and forth, back and forth. You guys went, what, 13 innings in game (laughs) four only to see a home run go in the wrong direction. And then you get to that game at Labatt Park, and even that kind of starts off maybe not how you were hoping where you guys (laughs) fall behind. What do you remember now thinking back from that title clinching, championship clinching game?
1: You know what, coming back thinking that, you know what, we had a couple things that didn't go our way that uh, that game four over in Toronto. Then I'm like, you know what, game five, we're all ready and pumped. Those first two innings took the worst start it could have been possible. And you know what, one thing about our guys, they did not get down. They kept going. And then when Byron hit that home run, it just changed the whole pace of the game. Like that was that extra boost that we all need it, and, and you know what? Everybody always looks for me to do it, but when Byron did that, that changed the whole atmosphere in that little back part. The fans stayed on the other team the whole time, and you know what? That was just that that push that the majors needed and say, hey, let's go for it, guys. This is ours. It's, you know what? We're in front of our home crowd. We haven't seen
0: fans like this in a long time. Let's do it. He hit 448 in the playoffs. Yeah. That's a ridiculous yeah. number. <laughs> it
1: is it is that was you know what i i, I just talked to byron today and that was like primetime byron and i said man you know what you helped us win this and you know what he's became a hometown name as well so you know it it was good for us and like i say man you know we brought so much joy back to the city of london and everybody was in that need of some sports and it just gave families that that break to bring their kids out let them get some fresh air and everybody just felt like you know what they were a big one big family in the Bat park there
0: Well, you have become such a great part of this city growing up in Atlanta and now moving to London. And the fact that you're staying for a 12th season with the majors, amazing. I'm not going to do the math on what your age will be when you enter your 24th season. Don't worry about that. But I still think you and your son, same team, winning a championship, oh, that's nice.
1: You know what, that would be nice. I would love to put that in the record books. And you know what, things like that would be great.
0: Cleveland thanks for spending some time with us and thanks for the smile that you give every time you do something either with the bat or without it keep safe all right hey thank you that's Cleveland Brownlee of the London majors coming back for a 12th year and he's right and that's that's what this past year 2021 did and you know, I'm somebody who's intertwined in the sports world and I've been lucky enough to do that as a passenger in so many ways throughout my life. And it's just, it's one of those things that when you look at sports and people say, ah, I don't get it. No, stop talking sports. Stop it. Yeah, but it's, it is that break. It is that recess. It is the toy aisle sometimes. It is also that inspiration where you can walk into a place like Labatt Park, which is the oldest still operational baseball field anywhere, and you can sit down and you can wait to see something you've never seen before. And that's kind of what it's about. You can see people working to the pinnacle of their abilities. You can see the ultimate test, and it plays out in front of you in two hours or two and a half hours or three hours. And it's something that helps to get you through times like this. Even if you haven't been a sports fan, jump on the bandwagon of a team. I jumped on the Bengals bandwagon when I was nine, and I haven't stepped off, and they've now made the playoffs. I'm looking forward to the NFL playoffs as a football fan for the first time in a long time. All right, let's take a final break. We'll come back and close out the show in just a moment. Thanks so much for making us a part of your day. We're here to try and... Keep you informed and hopefully a little bit entertained as we go through the rest of this. And I still believe it. We're headed in the right direction. You can rewind the show. And last year, I was probably saying the same thing at the same time. But the question of, okay, how do we learn to live with COVID-19? How do we do that? That's still one I really hope for all of the little pot shots I take at whatever government officials. I really hope. That's a question that is coming up in their meetings and in their conversations. How do we do that? Because it's time. This is London Live on 980 CFPL.